This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture is predicting record exports and strong prices for the year ahead. USDA Chief Economist Seth Meyer rolled out the annual economic and trade outlook to kick off the 97th annual Ag Outlook Forum today. He says trade is expected to rebound for the 2021 fiscal year to a record $157 billion in ag exports, with $31.5 billion of that headed to China. China has long held massive amounts of feed grains and stockpiles, but was said to have worked through that backlog as the country's hog herd rebounded from an African swine fever outbreak. Meyer says it's hard to say what China is doing with the massive amounts of grain headed its way. Right? They just don't report it. They consider it a, a, a matter of national secrecy, and they don't report. So we have to try and read between the lines and say, okay, this is grain demand. Internal prices relative to the border all suggest that there's a very strong demand for that corn. But we don't know, we don't know with certainty whether the Chinese, what they're doing with their own stocks or how big those stocks are. He says farmers are expected to plant a record 182 million combined acres of corn and soybeans this year. But Myers tells reporters the future of the corn market is largely up to ethanol usage and consumer driving patterns. The biggest driver of what that corn grind will look like in the balance sheet for the coming year is if people drive or not. Policy is important. Don't get me wrong. I've made my career on ag policy. But in the short run, the driver on this is not necessarily that much on what the RFS says for 21 in the case of ethanol. Phil Brasher has more on USDA's outlook figures in his story on agripulse.com. As the industry looks to address climate change through farm practices, an ag economist says those costs will need to be passed along. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. As climate change policies advance, an agricultural economist expects climate practices done by producers will lead to higher food prices for consumers. Speaking at USDA's Ag Outlook Forum, American Farm Bureau Chief Economist John Newton says farmers are going to take on costs to trap carbon in the soil and manage wetlands. That's something that will also impact food prices in the long run because In order for these climate smart practices to be adopted, they have to be economically sustainable. So we need to pay for more resources on the farm to improve and enhance our climate smart and climate mitigating uh, efforts. And in order to pay for that, there needs to be a willingness to pay from the consumers to adopt more of these practices. Newton says that increases the cost in the supply chain and ultimately is passed through. He says another avenue that needs to be explored is the public sector sharing additional costs to achieve climate goals through federal incentives. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. The long-term impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic are shaping short-term priorities for the pork checkoff. Bill Even is the CEO of the National Pork Board. He says many consumers turn to eating pork at home during the pandemic, and they want to try to hold on to that interest. We've lost estimates roughly around 20% of the restaurants in the United States. We're not sure if any of them will come back. And so the shift that had really trended towards much more dining out has shifted hard back to eating at home and grilling at home. He says they're also in the middle of a website revamp as a result of the pandemic. Consumers are looking for uh, cooking recipes or what do I do with this ham that I bought and I'm wondering how to cook it and serve it to my family. Uh, they're not really interested in understanding uh, emergency um, you know, depopulation information. 
So we're splitting our website into two platforms. Pork.org is going to be the consumer-facing site that's going to drive consumer messaging. And the porkcheckoff.org is going to be the place for, con- for producers to go and industry to go. He says processing facilities are now back up to about 98% of their production capacity and have mostly recovered from several plant shutdowns that occurred in the early days of the pandemic. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar producers are committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. This is made possible by America's no-cost sugar policy. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.